Okay, well, it is Sunday, February 23rd, and it's 11 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, wherever you may be. What's going on out there, guys? February 23rd. Gotta turn that off. All right. Oh, oh shit, Ivar and the bit. Welcome, guys. Woke up about an hour ago after going to bed at 6 o'clock this morning. Ah, good morning, Michael. Bull Rush, what's up? Good to see the crew showing up, doing their part. Hey guys, hit the like button, share, subscribe, all that stuff. Make sure you leave comments after the show's over so that it boosts the signal, because it actually does. Modern Life John was right about that. So, what's been going on in Rob's world? Well, my uh, microphone, this is a new one. I just got it yesterday. And... My other one has got electronic problems. It was getting some kind of a weird feedback sound. Plus, I could never hear myself through my headphones with the other mic. It never worked. Uh, At least on this computer that I'm running right now. It ran fine on my old computer, but then it stopped. I couldn't get a monitor, so I couldn't hear myself. Even though I could hear other people. This one I can hear myself, and I'm sure I could hear other people if I bring somebody on. Yeah, a bit. Uh, doing it a little bit early just because, I mean, it's maybe it's early for you. To me, it's, <laughs> it's 11 a.m. I'm usually up by now and, and fully raring to go. But I had to get a new, get a new microphone because using the onboard uh, microphone on the webcam, yeah, that's not going to cut it. It doesn't sound as good, yet picks up a lot more ambient noise in the background. Cats crying, appliances turning on and off, that kind of shit. Plus, it just doesn't sound as good. I I listened to myself doing uh, Red Evening with Jack and Ryan Stone. Uh, I wasn't real happy with the quality of my sound. Those guys were fine. That was a good episode, too, by the way. You guys should check that one out if you, if you want to have some good entertainment there. Uh, I don't blame you a bit. It's, it's, it can be hard. Um, I know for me, it's midnight my time when I do Red Evening. Um, it's definitely... I mean, you know, I, I give Jack credit... Because he's actually doing it, you know, it's like 6 a.m. his time, something like that. And, uh, you know, so he's getting up at the crack of dawn to do it. And sometimes when I come into the studio, that's uh, what he's doing is literally just waking up. I, I couldn't do one that early. There's just no way. Yeah, Red Evening was 5 a.m. your time. Yeah, Ivar, yeah. 
Uh, that's what I mean. I, I get up at 5 a.m. to go to work. You know, I get paid to get up that early. <laughs> I, I'm not going to get up just to, to shoot the shit. Not, not no 5 a.m., that's for sure. And that's why I try to set it kind of... I know that where there's enough people, that's one of the beautiful things about technology. A lot of you guys are totally in other parts of the world. And so, you know, hey, I'm able to, you know, dialogue with you, bullshit with you, that kind of stuff. But uh, it, it can be rough trying to coordinate time zones because there's always going to be somebody that is going to be like, it's three o'clock in the morning or it's two o'clock in the morning or it's five o'clock in the morning. So, yeah my three patrons at the same time yeah that's right I wasn't I for <laughs> yeah you're talking about me Jack and Ryan yep I saw that in the chat the other night that was fun it was fun uh Ryan is a great guy I think you know I I love Jack obviously he's he's a good guy and Ryan uh, Ryan's amazing as far as I'm concerned uh he always has something to talk about and and I know I've said it, and I've said it on Twitter, and yeah, I'm going to fluff him a little bit here. Uh, I think that's even one of his terms right there. But I seriously think uh, in certain areas of the of the Twitter sphere, he's definitely one of the most intelligent guys there because he goes way beyond certain things. He, he goes way beyond just the surface level. He's He's helped me out without even knowing it sometimes. You know, and I'm looking at it going, I, I probably ought to be a patron too and throw money at him or something. Uh, because he's tweeted stuff or he's done a video on something or a blog post that it's just like, oh, that's what the fuck's going on. Okay. Yeah, I get it. Uh, so, yeah. So, got a new microphone added. Uh, I busted. Well, I didn't break it. Well, yeah, I did. One of my lights uh, that I use for my lighting, when I bought the setup that I have, it's a green screen, obviously, and it has three lights. And there's a light over and a little bit behind me, which is why I wear the beanie, because the light's coming down right about here, and it'll blow out the picture if, uh, if I take it off, because I've tried it before. And depending on what time of day it is, I can get away with not wearing the beanie. But otherwise, it blows it out and it jacks with uh, the green screen. The uh, pitfalls of being bald. And then I have two lights that typically kind of sit off to the sides here. Well, I, I jacked up one of them a while back, and so I only had one light. And it was basically directly in front of me. And it really wrecked hell with... Uh, the, the shadowing and all that, it definitely would make my nose look really white and then give me a lot of shadows under the eyes. And it just, uh, so I figured since I had to get another microphone, fuck it, I'll buy another light. So had all of that, got it all set up. So I'm very happy about that. Uh, Red Crusader, what's up, buddy? Glad you're alive. I was wondering when you were going to show up or if you were going to show up. So yeah, I got my lighting taken care of. Uh, very happy about that. Um, what have I been doing this last week or so? Well, if you guys, obviously most of you guys in the chat follow me here on YouTube. 
And you've probably seen, well, I know most of you, if not all of you, have seen my two-minute segments, uh, which have been a lot of fun. It's uh, Nick August and I talked about it a little bit when I was on uh, Let Em Burn with Nick August, uh, the other show I do right before Red Evening. And he had asked me, you know, what's what's the deal basically with these two-minute segments? And it's like, well... It's because they're fun and a lot of people don't have the attention span to sit around and watch something for an hour, two hours, uh, even 10 minutes, which is some of my more long form videos is about 10 minutes. Maybe I think one of my longest is 12 or 15, but I try to keep them between about, I don't know five minutes eight minutes somewhere around there is probably the average but the two minute ones one uh, they're actually pretty easy to to produce to put up and uh i can take a very specific topic a very specific piece of a topic and kind of say something about it it gives the people at home something to watch something to do and then they can move on to their cat videos or whatever else they can move on to the next thing uh, they seem to be going pretty well. They're definitely fun to create. They're not too difficult. And lately, if you guys watched my... Yeah, yeah Ivar, yeah, we had four and a half hours of uh, drinking with Carl. The only, the only video I know of or the only live stream that uh, is from guys in the same corner, I guess you could say that has either matched or superseded that has been masculine geek when we did the uh the new year's eve marathon and it was one of those when vince first suggested it he had a timeline set up where he was like let's let's do it for this amount of time and i was just like oh dude I, I kind of did that with Carl and Jack and I loved it. But at the same time, I was dog shit for like the next day. It was brutal. It was rough just between the drinking and being, you know, my ass in a chair, staring at a camera, yelling at a screen for that long. I was like, I don't know if I can do it. And uh, so he changed it to we'll just go for as long as we can. Well, I know I tapped out at about six hours, six and a half hours, something like that. I was I was just done because New Year's Eve day I had worked, got up at 5 a.m., went and worked for 10 hours, came home, uh, did a bunch of stuff around here and then went live for like six, seven hours and was literally practically falling asleep in my chair it's like i just i can't do it i gotta get out but that son of a bitch went for like eight hours it was you know when i went back and and realized how long they'd stayed on and i was just like eight fucking hours you guys sat around for eight fucking hours i oh man i mean props to vince for being able to hold it up and keep it going uh, i don't know if i could ever do something like that again i don't know <laughs> Uh, me and Red Crusader, uh, you know, that is a good question, Ivar. Um, oh, God. I don't think it was quite four hours. I think it was like three hours and a quarter, three and a half hours, something like that. 
Uh, what's up, Juan? How are you? Uh, the I think it was the first one, Red Crusader. I think he's talking about the uh, the first one we did uh, about a month ago. I want to say since these are biweekly. At least for right now. Uh, trust me, guys. You're probably going to get sick of me because I know here in the near future I am going to go weekly with this. But for right now, I'm still uh, doing the the every other week. So I want to say this was a month ago when we did it. And it was Jack and I started out and then you and I went in. And it's when we talked about music, bands, guitars, all that stuff. When you came on with me, Red. See, in that one there... Yeah, Jack was on for was on for an hour. Yeah, because he had to go. Yep, it was the metal one. That's the one, Ivar. Yep. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. I think it was about three hours and change. Red. the The funny thing about that one, um, I wasn't planning on it going that long. I, I never planned for any of these to go on for more than about an hour. When I first started doing these way back about a year ago. Um, I was going to do about an hour and that's what I had kept it to. But with StreamYard and whatnot, simplifying things and having the ability to bring guests on uh, changed things up, I think, for a lot of people. It's definitely a lot more entertaining for me, at least having guests on and hearing what they got to say and seeing their response to things. Um, that three hours and change that we did went by really fast for me. That was that's what was kind of fun about that one is it's like holy shit, I was thinking an hour maybe two and next thing you know it's like oh wow it's been like three hours and I I got shit to do, <laughs> so it, it's not hard to go on and maybe that's why you know where Vince was bringing on people on that uh, uh, New Year's Eve marathon, it definitely made it. Uh, made time fly. I know that for the part I was there, but I was just, I couldn't fucking do it. It's just like, ah, uh, I'm just, I'm exhausted, guys. I've, I'm, I'm going on like an 18, 19 hour day of being awake straight. You know, I, I gotta go to bed. I just can't do it. Ah. <laughs> uh, never once mentioned ACDC. Well, there you go, Ivar. We'll mention them right now. Who made who? Who made you? Ain't nobody told you. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, that's one thing I like about StreamYard as well, Bull Rush. Is it's with uh, when Google was doing it through the Hangouts, they had their limitations. Obviously, you could only have God. I think it was four or five guys. Maybe it was six. Maybe that's uh, I can't remember now. It's been so long. But everybody had to have hangouts, and, and it, was, it was a little bit of a pain in the ass. Where now with StreamYard, you know, you, you have this link, you share the link in whatever form you want. People don't have to have special software other than you have to have a camera, you have to have some kind of a microphone. Because uh, I figured that one out with other people. Um, in other shows and whatnot, even with uh, being on a show, when people were telling me, dude, your microphone's doing the feedback thing. And I actually unplugged it and it booted me right out of the studio. It kept me, you know, booted me out of the stream. Let's put it that way. 
So that was something I learned that it's like, oh, if you don't have like a working microphone going, it StreamYard will boot you out of the stream. So that was interesting. D&D adventure. Talk about my D&D adventure. <laughs> I can talk about it today if you want. Um, it's uh, D&D. I'll give you my backstory about D&D and about, I guess, uh, RPGs. Uh, my experience with them and when I started, uh, how I went with it, all that, and where it's, you know, right up to most current with what I'm doing right now with Drew, Vince, TJ, Aaron, Rolo. Um, I started playing D&D when I was 11 or 12. This was back when AD&D came out. I, I think it was also called Second Edition or something like that. But it's AD&D, Advanced Dungeons and Dragons. And I still have, and I'm going to have to dig them up sometime, whether I do it for here or I do it uh, probably for like Geek and Tell on Masculine Geek. I've still got all the hardback AD&D books. Uh, they're in a box. I actually saw them the other day when I was looking for something else. But, you know, the Dungeon Master's Guide, the Player's Handbook, uh, all the monster manuals. I think there was like three volumes, three or four of those. Uh, the, uh, the, uh, it wasn't the Forgotten Realms, even though that was part of it too. But it was the Deities and Demigods. And then there was the Eastern, like the Orient, uh, where, you know, you had the ninjas and the shoguns and that kind of stuff and all of the, the Oriental uh, monsters. And uh, talk about uh, some goofy rules in some cases. It, they, they had certain things very simplified, but in other areas it was overly complex. But Dungeons and Dragons was my first foray into role-playing games. Uh, like I said, I was playing it when I was like 11 or 12. Did it for a couple of years. And kind of, I, I think when, that was about the time that me and the other guys that were playing, all of a sudden, you know, puberty really kicks in, the hormones kick in, girls got really interesting. And so we kind of all kind of gave it up for a while. <laughs> Nice. Okay. Hey, Ivar, have a good one. But uh, I ended up kind of not playing games during most of my teenage years. It wasn't until I got into college that I got back into RPG. Uh, there was two or three other ones I dabbled with. Well, one I got really seriously into, but two others I dabbled with. Uh, one was, I think it was called World War Three or something like that. Uh, again, I just dabbled with it. I think I bought one book. There was a couple of guys that played it. Uh, very, very accurate as far as specifications when it came to military hardware, the firearms, uh, the machinery, the, the, the weapons of war, that kind of stuff. Uh, not a bad game if you're into more of a, a realist type of thing. Um, 
couple of guys, like I said, got into that one pretty big. There was one called Paranoia. Uh, and guys, <laughs> playing those girls game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, when girls got interesting, role-playing games kind of didn't. <laughs> but uh, there was a, a game called uh, Paranoia. And it was a role-playing game, but everything was kind of a spoof, and it was kind of satire. Um, that one was hilarious, because players were pitted against each other. If, if D&D was the everybody's on the same team, everyone's helping each other out to, to kind of beat the dungeon master and achieve some general goals, like get some loot, get experience, get magic items and gear and complete the campaign paranoia you were pitted against not only like the dungeon master but you were pitted against each other it was very cutthroat so everybody was it was kind of an it was everyone against everyone in a lot of ways i mean you could still align with people to help each other out but most of the time you ended up backstabbing each other and fucking each other over and it was all hilarious just some of the shit that went on because if people like the the dungeon master would describe something like a good example i remember was you find this device and it's got this weird hose looking thing and it's got this kind of a cylindrical canister and someone would say like oh you mean a vacuum and all of a sudden you know it'd be like what how do you know what that is what is that what is a vacuum what do you know and, and it would just all devolve from there. And the guy would just get himself fucked over certain things because you, you totally stayed in character with that one. But Paranoia was fun. But the one I really got into was um, Cyberpunk 2020, which is funny considering I got back. It, I was in it back in the early 90s all the way up to about... 96 or 97 and it's so funny that here we are in 2020 now and if you you know go off of the timeline of cyberpunk 2020 cybernetics should be like everyone's getting them mega corporations run the world uh gangs are ultra violent and and you know we have smart weapons and all this kind of stuff that we don't really have all that yet just like we don't have flying cars from the jetsons <laughs> yeah yeah i i did i i was the 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 referee is what they called them but i was the dungeon master um uh, you know what? It, it's obscure in some areas, but in other areas, cyberpunk was very big. Uh, yeah, the high tech is so 80s. <laughs> no shit. Um, one of the things that was fun about cyberpunk is it was very futuristic. There wasn't magic. I mean, you had the net, you had hackers, you know, you had the whole kind of like lawnmower man where you could actually literally put your essence, your consciousness inside a computer, inside the internet. That was always kind of fun. So that was kind of your magic users, I guess you could say, or your wizards. But 
it was very brutal. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, no shit. Like the computers were still really big in super blocks. Yes, yes. But Cyberpunk was. It only. I mean, there was a lot of books because I've got those out there too. Um. Jesus. Enough. Good God. Got all kinds of notifications going on here. Anyway, uh, yeah, the internet was a separate zone and the hackers fought in combat. Yep. And their their physical body may not die, but their consciousness could, and they'd basically just be a vegetable. Um, why would you have flying cars? <laughs> oh, where's that at? There it is. No shit. That's true. Why would we? You know, I still want a flying car, damn it. I want Blade Runner, damn it. Uh, yeah, and the normal combat, <laughs> normal, was just brutal. I, I mean, I had guys that spent hours crafting up their characters get them into a situation you know we're we're playing an hour and they end up dead that's how brutal things could get you know uh granted i wasn't very nice to my players in a lot of sense i i I didn't really these were all veteran guys that had played different role-playing games including cyberpunk itself so they they weren't noobs they knew what they were doing and so I was very unforgiving in a lot of cases. I was very firm, but I was fair. But if shit went south, man, you could roll up a character and spend hours on that guy. Hey, he's dead. Create another dude. You're fucked. <laughs> there was no resurrect or, you know, revivify spells to bring him back from death. It's like, nah, dude, he just took four rounds from a 44 Magnum to his skull. He's toast. <laughs> So yeah, cyberpunk was my thing from the early 90s to the mid to almost, I'd say, late 90s. And, you know, and then most guys drifted. They got married, had kids, did whatever, uh, you know, did the blue pill thing, uh, became, you know, beta, beta dudes, whatever. And that's fine. And so I got out of RPGing for a long time, actually. And it, it really honestly wasn't until Vince was like, I want to do a D&D episode. I want to bring on, you know, because we knew Rolo played or that he had in the past. He's like, you know, I want to get Rolo on. I want to get, you know, a bunch of other dudes. And so I went out and, you know, it's like, oh, wow, we're, we're really going to do this. This isn't just talk. This isn't just wishful thinking. Uh... What are you getting notifications for? Hot emails in your... Yeah, exactly. Damn it, it's like... Are you watching something? Are you seeing something I'm not? <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, it's... It's been a lot of fun. Um, it's been so long since I've been just a player. Uh, because, again, doing Cyberpunk... Uh, there was a point with Dungeons & Dragons. I was the Dungeon Master... There was um, a lot of points in time. Let's just do that. Okay. 
type Mexican in the chat. <laughs> no, he, he didn't type Mexican in the chat. I haven't seen Atham yet. So, Atham, if you're out there, say hello. Otherwise, go look that up. But, uh... It's the first time in 30 years, or yeah, pretty close to that, that I've been just a player. Um, so it's it's a nice change of pace to not have to worry about the scenarios and the, the NPC characters and all the, the logistics that Drew has to worry about as being the dungeon master. And he's done a fantastic job. I love where he gets very not safe for work uh, with the violence, the sex, uh, the the tongue-in-cheek that he throws in is great. Um, it's some good stuff. I would love this YouTuber then. I'm going to have to check that one out. Okay, look at that in a minute here. Yeah, I'm the player, yep. <laughs> Oh, God. No shit. But, yeah. So, it's been interesting. Um, there is a lot of stuff I know that goes on behind the scenes that Drew has to do. I mean, if you guys, if any of you played RPGs, and it sounds like most, if not all of you, did at some point or you do, you know how... Uh, challenging it can be trying to herd cats getting a group of guys in a room in the same physical location and to keep them entertained uh, keep them on point uh, get them to show up on time all of that you know how tough that can be in the real meat world let alone trying and doing that online you know, because everybody's in a different time zone. I mean, that's one thing I can think about with the masculine geek stuff. It's like, okay, TJ's on Pacific time, Rolo's on Pacific time, I'm on Mountain time. Uh, God, I, I'm not even sure what fucking time zone Drew's in. I know Vince is on Eastern time. Um, Aaron is on Central time. So we've got like the entire... Uh, time zone of the United States covered. You know, we, we got everybody's like in a different time zone. Everyone's two hours ahead or two hours behind or three hours or and so trying to get a time that, okay, you know, let's let's see if this will work where everybody can show up for as long as they can. Um, I got to give a lot of credit when we normally run it on the Wednesday night, the Wednesday evening for the East Coaster guys. Uh, because they're two hours ahead of me, you know, Vince is on till 11 o'clock midnight type of thing. Yeah, 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 it is actually about 11 o'clock midnight minimum, you know, because I know for me doing the Wednesday shows, nine o'clock when we get done with the show, I'm, I'm pretty much ready for bed. I've put in a full day plus and it's like, okay, I'm tired. It's, you know, maybe it's go and dick around online for a minute but then night night so I gotta give credit Drew's done a really good or, or yeah Drew has done a very good job of being the dungeon master um, it's been very entertaining doing it uh, I've enjoyed it very much so far even if I haven't been the most vocal player in the group 
it, it what's been kind of funny to me um there's other players that are a lot more assertive a lot more vocal in game their characters are also very assertive very vocal I'm the guy that just kind of hangs out in a way with TJ. We just kind of hang at, hang back. But then my guy's the guy that t- ends up burning the town down with his his abilities, and it's just funny that oh okay you know the the loud noisy guys are doing the hack and slash and and you know there's buckets of blood going on there, but then when we really want to get shit done, okay bring in sorrow, bring him in, and let's just burn down the town. <laughs> so it's fun. Uh, Juan, it's, you really, you know, and that's part of why I can give a lot of credit. Uh, I I get it, Red. I I wouldn't do it myself, okay? Knowing the logistics that go behind what Drew's got to do, plus trying to get everyone on the same time frame, because there's inevitably somebody that's like, what time was that again? Or like with Bull Rush, you know, math is hard. They don't know how to fucking figure out their own time zone type of thing. And so I can only imagine how tough that is for Drew. And so I, I've got a lot of respect for him and and very a lot of appreciation that he's not only willing to do it, he's very enthusiastic about it. Um because I, I, if someone were to turn to me and go, dude, you're now the dungeon master and you got to wrangle the cats and you got to do all this shit. I, I'd be like, no, nope, no, nope, man, not going to do it. I, I got I got shit to do. You know, I, I got too much shit to do. I, I don't have the patience anymore. I just don't. It's like, no, nope, I got other priorities, man. And so for Vince and, and Drew especially to be able to to coordinate everything and get everybody on board and get everybody in and then to keep everyone entertained and keep them keep them on point i i couldn't do it anymore i you know it was tough enough in meat space it was tough enough in real life you know having players in the same room and trying to keep them you know hey hey pay attention over here you know which with cyberpunk was nice because if guys started zoning off somebody ended up dead real quick that's how they learned oh shit i better pay attention because oh you don't dude you just got shot or you just got something else you know something real random just happened because that's the violent world of cyberpunk you're not you don't have your wits about you you're fucking tripping you're done (laughs) yeah what's this uh he was quiet at a couple of points uh and that's I know that was because there was other characters doing other things primarily and there was a lot of descriptive uh, stuff that Drew needed to get out there so but I know he he tends to get going after a minute as a DM it's annoying as hell to get everyone to coordinate on something as simple as are you showing up for our Thursday game yeah exactly it's hurting cats um, when I played in meat space back in the 90s when i did cyberpunk uh seriously it was me and max three other guys maximum and just like you were saying it's hard as hell to get you know get a couple of them to commit there was plenty of times it was me and one other dude and that was it it was just me and one guy or it was me and two guys and honestly i didn't mind it 
because nobody got bored. Um, they were very consistent. They were very engaged. Uh, they definitely were very invested in it. They were invested in the story, invested in the fun. They were invested in their characters because some of these guys had characters that survived a lot of shit. And so, you know, they, they kind of developed a bond with their character that it's like oh man you know i really don't want to lose this guy but i know every time we play it's 50 50 with you rob and it's like yeah uh, if you fuck up i will kill your guy and i won't think twice about it uh yeah i don't have to but i want to plan the game according to i have playing yep let's see I have a guy that constantly forgets to tell me he's got plans that day. And I, ah, I, I hate that. I don't run more than four. Yep, and and you're correct. Even in Cyberpunk, with as uh, streamlined as their combat rules were, and as brutal as they were, yeah, you get more than about four dudes. Even that one would start to slow down. So. Uh, you know, and I don't blame you there. Uh, and I had certain campaigns, because that's one thing with Cyberpunk. Um, I had all my guys that played with me had multiple characters. And those multiple characters weren't always in the same campaigns. They were off doing, you know, doing different things. So if only one guy showed up, it would be like, oh, okay, well, we're not going to do this campaign because we need these other guys there for that. But you've got another character that's off doing this thing. So let's pick up where we left off with that. Um, I, w I was an M as far as being a DM. I'm very seat of the pants when it comes to the campaign. Um, I don't typically draw out maps very often. Um, everything's kind of in my head. And... There were times I can remember one campaign, one scenario that me and two other guys did. And we never once during that entire event, which went on for over the course of three days at about eight hours per day, we never once picked up one dice, not once. It was more storytelling and there, when it came to the simple stuff, they just, they, they succeeded. I didn't need to roll initiative or roll for a check. Uh, there was minimal combat involved. It was more of a kind of a looking for clues, kind of a detective thing of you got to find this thing. You know, there wasn't a lot of booby traps. It was just they had to think out of the box. And it was mostly storytelling for them. And everyone was very engaged, even though we never once picked up a one die. And, and it was my discretion of being the DM to be like, either you succeeded or you didn't. And, you know, in that case, certain things, I wanted them to succeed. So it's like, yeah, you did it. You know, it, it sounds boring as hell, giving you guys the, 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 the cliff note version of it. But to have been there and been a part of it, they, they all, to this day, I still stay in touch with them. And they all still bring up that that campaign to this day and like, oh, do you remember, dude, when we did that and how we didn't even roll dice? And it's like, yeah, we just told stories, man. It's it's good stuff. So uh, that's one of the things I've enjoyed about it a lot. Um, 
and it's hard to run campaigns i run episodes yeah and that's and that's kind of how i did it too red is everything was an episode what's up cameron how are you buddy switch with my niece and nephew oh that's awesome playing in real life with them that's awesome so yeah um that's i guess my story uh like i said i i got into dnd when i was really young uh had the the adnd or the second edition got most if not damn near all of those books still have them hell they might even be worth something as far as like if a collector came along uh, I've only picked up the player's handbook for the the latest edition, the fifth edition, and I don't honestly I don't plan on getting any more of it. Uh, I you know unless I absolutely have to. I figure let Drew let other guys if they want to have the the monster compendiums or whatever they're calling them, you know let them guys have those things. Uh, I you know right now. With the exception of this online D&D stuff, I haven't role-played, you know, done any role-playing games in, well, since like 98. So it's been 20, 22 years. Uh, I've been busy doing other shit. So, so I don't plan on getting any more of the books. And I'm definitely, if you're looking to, hey, so when's Rob hosting a game on, on the, the Salt Lake sit-down? <laughs> Unless someone else wants to be the DM and I'm the player, yeah, it's not going to happen. <laughs> but you know if one of you guys decide you want to do a game online or something and you want to set up the logistics and you're looking for another player hit me up i'd probably do it it's fun so but you get to herd cats i just get to show up <laughs> uh so yeah cameron you walked into us uh me blathering on for probably about a half hour or more about Dungeons and Dragons since we just did a, a bonus episode yesterday on Masculine Geek and I was telling the guys about my experience with Dungeons and Dragons and role-playing games in general. Exciting stuff for some people and for others, eh, not so much. Uh, what else? You're okay with being the you're okay with being the DM. Alright, well, Red, like I said, you, you think about it, buddy. Let me know. Uh, we'll, we'll figure out a time and what works for both of us if you're serious about it. We'll figure something out, even if it's a one-off or if it's a short, like you say, like an episode thing and not a, not a full-fledged campaign. Uh, but yeah, I'd be interested in doing something like that. Uh, what else has been going on? Well, my two-minute videos I told you guys at the beginning about doing those... Um, one of the fun things that I've been learning about, and if you guys have seen my accountability groups one, my online accountability, that has got to be one of my favorite videos I've ever done, period. Okay? And it's not just because of the content of, of what I'm talking about. Uh, you know, take it, poking some fun at guys doing the whole, you know, uh, the, the sorority of mediocrity or whatever. It's, it's the, it's all of the editing and the stuff that goes into the production of it that I've been learning. Uh, I've got a piece of software. It's called, uh, Filmora 9. 
Uh, let me see here. Let me see if I can find these guys. You guys, if you're interested in the video editing, yeah, let me find this link. You guys might find these guys fucking pretty cool. Ah, uh, here it is. Yep. Alright, so I want to throw this link in the chat for you guys. Let you guys check it out if you, you know, want to get into it or something cool. Be interesting to run a Call of Cthulhu adventure. Ooh, that could be fun. That could be a lot of fun. So, anyway, um, when I got my machine that I'm running right now, this this computer that I'm talking to you guys on, um, it's a Windows 10. Uh, there's some good things about it. There's some bad things about it. Before that, I was running a Windows 7. Uh, most of my older content that if you go onto my, you know, my channel and you watch some of my old stuff, uh, I'm not wearing a beanie, all that stuff. That was all done on a Windows 7 machine. Uh, talking about audio software, um, hang on to that red. Let me, in fact, let me put that up there so I can remind myself. And I'll get back to you on that one here in a moment. We can talk about that. I do know of a few things, depending on what you're trying to do. But um, when I was doing SoundBridge, okay. That one I don't think I've even heard of. But I was using literally like Windows Movie Maker on Windows 7 to do my uh, videos back then. When I got this machine, I wanted something to do videos, to edit them, put them together. But I didn't want to pay an ass and an arm for them. Because uh, obviously, you know, Adobe makes stuff. Uh, God, you know, everybody makes something. You know, there's, you know, there's stuff that, you know, Christ, you could do full, you know, full-fledged motion pictures on and nobody would know the difference. And that reminds me real quick, if you guys want to see some really cool stuff, if you're into Star Wars at all, look up the fan films that people, you know, with a couple of laptops and a couple 4K cameras or something go out and shoot these. Some of them are short, you know, like 10 minutes, but some of them are like seriously like full length motion pictures. And it is amazing because there's some of it that it's like, oh, my God, you know, this this is better than the crap that they've put out for the last three films. The special effects are good. There's actually a plot. There's a story. The acting is done well. You know, it doesn't look amateur. Okay. So, yeah, you've got those options that you could spend thousands of dollars on in software alone, as well as spending thousands of dollars on the computer, the rig to run it, to render it, all that stuff. Well, I didn't want so basic that, you know, it, it limits you that, well, you can't do anything different. You can kind of cut and splice, and that's about it. Uh, but for me, uh, I wanted something kind of in the middle that was inexpensive, something that's pre pretty intuitive. I didn't want, you know, like, I've got Photoshop as an example. And to me, Photoshop is not intuitive. 
uh, you could go to school and get a degree in that in order to use it. My ex-girlfriend did, and she was a wizard when it came to doing photos. But she also had a fucking degree that she played with Photoshop all the time. So for her, yeah, she understood Photoshop where I'm kind of like, I don't know, I just want to crop and sharpen. Okay. But this wonder share that I just put in the chat, uh, I consider it kind of a a beginner slash intermediate level. Uh, There's a lot of bells and whistles that I'm just barely starting to figure out. It's very intuitive though. The timeline that you do stuff on, it's like, oh, I can add other videos and I can do this and I can do that and I can add these and and I can kind of make everything be very seamless when it comes to the edits. And that's why I love my uh, accountability video right now because that was me starting the learning curve here. Okay. And uh, it's it was really awesome. Uh, and I've actually rendered and uploaded, you guys will get to see it in about two weeks, uh, my next video. Uh, it's a long form, it's not a two minute video, it's about eight and a half minutes. But, uh, I spent, oh god, what time did I start doing that? I did it overnight, I did it last night, which was part of why I was up till like five o'clock, six o'clock this morning. Um, part of it was me not saving because I actually fucked the whole project up and had to kind of like start from halfway through and redo it all over again. Uh, no one will know the difference. That's the beauty of it. I realized I would might, I might know the difference cause it's like, oh yeah, this is where I fucking lost half my shit. Uh, because technology has issues on occasion, but the 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 end user you guys watching it you'll you'll never see the the difference you'll never know where where did where did he fuck up no you won't see it and that's good i want it that way uh i'm very proud of this video um i think you guys will get a kick out of it uh got it uploaded like i said it's on youtube it'll come out not this tuesday coming up but like the third of march it'll come out and it's got background music and I've tweaked it so hopefully it's not too loud um, it's got other video editing you know other slides in there all kinds of cool stuff so I think you guys will get a kick out of it conk how are you buddy oh. okay going back to you real quick red um, talking about you just started getting into audio software so looking for free tools kind of depends on what you want to do and from what i'm seeing in the chat it looks like you're wanting to basically have your own studio for your guitar to be a one-man band basically um i don't know enough about that one uh because i do know that would involve a little bit of hardware as well as software um i use audacity for pure uh, audio only. I've used it for my patron guys where I didn't, you know, do an actual video. I just recorded, you know, what I wanted to say. Um, I've used it for some of my uh, two minute videos when I was first learning, uh, kind of messing around with mixing background music with, uh, with my narration. 
uh, it's totally free and it's it's for Windows. Again, I don't I don't even know what platform you're running on, Red. If you're you know if you're an an Apple guy or if you're uh, if you're running Windows, um, so I have not even heard of SoundBridge to be honest. Okay, eventually I want to set up my bedroom studio for my guitar since there's some. Okay, okay, yeah. Oh, and that, yeah, there is some. You're correct about the IRs for preamps, pedals, all that stuff. That's one of the amazing things about today compared to like when I was first playing back in the the 90s and the late 80s. Everything back there, you know, was expensive and it was analog. You know, you actually had to buy pedals. And now it's you can all do it on the click of a keyboard. So he still uses Movie Maker, huh? I did not know that. I did not know that he was using Movie Maker. I mean, that's good for him. You know, that's fucking awesome. Yep, got your first narcotics today. Conk, what the hell are you doing? Oh, you got shot up for morphine. For what's going on, Conk? Or do you not want to talk about it, or can't you talk about it? It's false springtime here. Oh, no, you're good. You're good, Carl. Don't worry about it, man. Get out and enjoy it. Do you love your new dedication? Thanks, man. Uh, that's, I mean, I love Twitter. Twitter, will, I will always be on Twitter because I love to shitpost on Twitter. Uh, Twitter is where I like to go to just to goof off. I don't try to get too serious on Twitter because for a while I did and all it was doing was pissing me off and my blood pressure was going up and just it was stressing me out. And that's where I just kind of was like, fuck it. You know, I'm just going to goof on guys. I'm going to crack jokes. I'm going to make fun of people. And I'm just not going to take Twitter seriously, even though I have, you know, my largest audience as far as any platform is definitely Twitter. But I've also been more active on Twitter over the last couple of years than any other platform. But I'm having a lot of fun with YouTube, uh, especially where, like I said, if you were to see... Well, I think my patrons actually did get a glance at it. I think I did a kind of a behind-the-scenes video for them where I was showing the green screen as it is and the lighting setup and all of that, you know, everything that my studio, which is my living room kitchen. And uh, I've invested a lot of money in it, I guess. Not, not like it's been thousands and thousands of dollars because it hasn't been. Uh, and, and if it was even $8,000 that I've invested in all of my gear, that's been over the course of probably three years. So it's not like you got to pony up a bunch of shit all at once and to do any of this. It's like, hey, you buy a little piece here, you buy a piece there. Uh, you use something until you get tired of it and you want to upgrade, that kind of thing. But uh, I'm totally... Um, I'm totally going with... Uh, more of the YouTube end of things, just because I do like videos. I've realized, because uh, I've edited videos in the past, like with Movie Maker, and not just for my channel, but for just other projects, for uh, DVD use, <laughs> DVD Blu-ray. 
Uh, I've used it for all kinds of stuff in the past. Um, I used to shoot video for car shows that my family would go to. I, I had a an eight millimeter camcorder that I would take and you know transpose the actual tape, analog tape, to VHS at one point, and then when DVD became a thing and you could get DVD burners and all that, I would convert that stuff over to digital. So this is kind of the next step in in for me, I guess. Is okay. Let's take YouTube a little more seriously. Uh, I definitely love the shows. Uh, I love the engagement. The Spurg level is not as high on YouTube as it is on Twitter, and so you know you get more of the nuance, obviously, because people can you know you see their gestures, their body language, their tonality, all of that. People are a little more interactive and a little more human. Let's see. Let's see what we got here. Oh, your back went out again. Oh God. Yeah, get better, Conk, dude. I had my lower back. I don't know if I would call it that it went out, um, but I definitely fucked something up. I pinched a nerve or something years ago. Um, long story short, about my back, uh, I fucked it up when I was in college. Uh, lifting weights improperly. Uh, so yeah, guys, do proper form. Don't worry about as much. You know, it's better to know form and have light weight than it is to not know form and lift heavy weight and fuck yourself up. Uh, I know because I still have issues with my back to this day, and that's been over 20 years ago that I jacked my back up from lifting improperly. So did that, and then. I guess the pain went away because I was living in constant pain with my back for six or seven years, like every day, all the time. And I was too chicken shit and too fucking lazy to go to the doctor. And now it's like, well, I I don't know if they do anything other than say, well, we need to fuse a disc or something. You know, it's like I don't want back surgery if it comes to that. But here's some things I did learn.、Uh, number one, the human body—it's amazing how much your pain threshold can change. Because I don't really have pain anymore, but that doesn't mean it's not there. I just think I don't really notice it anymore. And the other is when I lost a bunch of weight, a lot of that pain went away.、Uh, that's one thing I've learned, and that's part of my incentive besides just general health and picking up chicks. Is God, if I put on weight, my back will fucking kill me again. Screw that. So it's a good incentive for me to to stay trim. But、uh, there was a point in 2000. God, I want to say it was like 2007, 2008.、Uh, going into role playing games for just a second because it ties into it. I was doing an online game called Eve Online Spaceships. Think Star Wars, but you're in spaceships blasting the fuck out of people. A lot of fun.、Uh, threw a lot of money, a lot of time,、uh, two, three years of my life into that game.、Uh, don't really regret it, but at the same time, I do because it's like, man, I could have been getting laid a lot more. I could have been doing other things and getting out in the real world, all that shit. Which is why I don't play it anymore. That's I don't do any online games anymore. Because、uh, I know I could get sucked into them. I I know I know me. But I was doing that, 
and I had been sitting on my couch and I had my laptop on my coffee table and I was hunched over playing in this position for like two hours before I went to work and I stood up and my back just was like nope you're done and couldn't go into work Uh, the next day I could barely get out of bed I literally rolled out of bed and just kind of fell on the floor to pick up the phone to call my boss to tell him I can't come in today. It was that painful because I couldn't even sit up. I couldn't stand. I'm sitting there thinking, how am I going to take a piss? Because I had to go to the bathroom and it's like, I, I don't think I can stand. I had to use the toilet and the tub. Thank God they're close enough as kind of handhelds to push down to lift myself up in order to sit down on the toilet to use the bathroom uh i definitely pinched a nerve and jacked some of the muscles up they were spasming because the next day after that i was able to go to work but i wasn't much better but a co-worker gave me a cocktail of different meds nothing narcotic like the morphine that conk's got going on Uh, Nothing that would impair my ability to operate heavy equipment or drive a car. But I don't know what half the shit was. There was like five pills and I just took them all at once. Don't know if that was the smartest move. But two hours later, all the back pain was gone. Everything relaxed, everything gave up, and I I was a thousand percent. It was great. Uh, That's another reason why it's like, yeah, I don't want to sit too long in any one position. I don't want to tempt the the back gods (laughs) morphine is the best yeah oh dude morphine is uh thanks ivar i i love the green screen i mean i don't have a problem with guys that you know choose not to for whatever reason maybe they've got a really good room to do it in you know i know rich cooper the his living room or wherever the hell he does most of his uh his videos from he's got a, he's got a great setup for it same with rollo you know i think you know some guys even like vince and even tj they've got a good setup with the way their house is the way their lighting is all that that it, it just it works for them mine doesn't really work that way I mean, yeah, I've done, you go and watch some of the old masculine, the beginning masculine geek stuff, you'll see that there is no green screen because I'd pulled the, the screen aside. And and it worked, but I didn't really care for it. I I didn't like it. It's like, eh, I, I don't, there's, there's my, the way my condo is set up, it would be very difficult for me to have a room or a location where I can make it work and I would be happy with it. And so that's why the green screen is it's like, ah, then I can put up whatever I want behind me. I mean, I could take pictures of my house and put it up, but eh, you know, it's far more entertaining to me because it reminds me of a live news broadcast with uh, the city background going on, you know, got the, the state capital going on here in the background kids you know yeah there's the capital and next this building over there that's the uh, zions bank building uh there's a couple other ones in there the key bank building behind right uh there 
That's the key bank building. And that's a photo I actually took. That's, that is one of my photos. Ah. So yeah. Uh, green screens are not expensive. My full setup, Bullrush, uh, and I know Conk answered the question too when he said it here. Uh, my entire setup for the three lights, the, the two that are off to the side and the one that's over me, plus the green screen itself, plus the, 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 the thing that it hangs on, uh, the whole thing was under $100 for the entirety of it. Yep, and you're right, Bullrush. Uh, when you came up, they'd obviously put that fence up, which when I did this photo, that fence didn't exist at the time. Uh, and that's because people were going there and mostly it wasn't people like just enjoying the view and taking pictures. It was people drinking and doing drugs. So, yep. And, and that's actually how I started my very first ones. Uh, like my video that's called the, the hardest red pill truth I've had to swallow so far, which was one of my first videos where I'm not wearing a beanie. That is literally what Conk just said, but it wasn't felt. It was actually a square that was probably, I don't know, probably two feet long by two or three feet wide is all it was that I literally tacked to my back wall in my back office. And that was my green screen that in a lot of those older videos, that is the green screen. You're still seeing the same pictures, but that was my green screen compared to what I'm using now. And I had no lighting. The lighting I was using was the, the light coming through the window and um, the light from, you know, the, the light in the room. That's what I was using, which worked until it didn't for me. And that's why I went to what I got now. Because one, I wanted to move out of the office because my back bedroom is very small. And I wanted a little more breathing room. So, plus I can, you know, if I want to, I can turn on the TV or whatever and watch shit while I'm working. So. It's funny that you mentioned that, um, Bull Rush. That video, and I don't really know why. Well, I know part of why. Uh, it still gets a lot of traction. I still get, on average, three or four views on that video every day. Uh, and and these are usually from non-subscribers. You know, these are guys that it, they either just stumbled across it or they typed in certain search words and it showed up for them. Um, I know part of it is that, that I, I, I literally stumbled across a couple search terms that... I didn't know, but they were, it's like, oh shit, this is something people are actually searching for. Okay. And so it worked. Uh, I've had guys even recently, like guys that subscribe to the channel that were like, dude, it's amazing that you only have, you know, as few subscribers as you do. And yet, you know, you're putting out such great content, you know, you need more subscribers and and it's like, well, yeah, but I don't know SEO. I don't, you know, that end of things, I don't, I don't know shit about it. I mean, I know how to type in tags. And so I throw in some words and sometimes I get lucky and sometimes I don't. 
but you know, I know there's other guys that know more about optimization and how to get it out there better than I do, you know, and that's the thing that it's like, I'd love to learn it, but where am I going to find the time, you know, and, and I don't want to take up someone else's time, not without compensating them. But again, money's not, I'm not, you know, I'm not driving Lambos and, and, you know, doing that kind of shit. So I, I can't afford to pay that kind of shit, not what it's truly worth. So I figure it out as I go, unless someone wants to be like, dude, help me do some videos and, and I'll fucking, you know, I'll help you do some SEO or something, you know, let's trade. It's like, oh, I'm open for something like that. I'd love to have a bigger audience. Just get the message out there. But same time, you know, if guys don't want to come along, that's okay. I'm just enjoying doing what I'm doing. So, yeah. So, um... Getting back to Red, if you're still in the chat, buddy. Um, Audacity, uh, from what I understand, you can. It's it's actually, from what I've heard, it's very powerful. You can do a lot with it. It's got a lot of plugins and, and aftermarket features, so to speak, that you can add on to it to do like a garage studio type of thing for, for your guitars and whatever else you want to run. Uh, Audacity is free. Uh, which is the best price. You know, this Wondershare Filmora that I got, I think I paid 50 bucks for it for a lifetime license or something. It, it takes out the watermark that they got, and, and I think there was a couple other limitations, like your videos could only be so long or something. I don't remember. And it might have even been that you can only export it in certain formats where doing, you know, paying for it, you get pretty much every format possible. Uh... Oh, God, Jack. What's up, buddy? So. What, a, what am I lame about, Jack? The fact that I don't have a bunch of subscribers and I don't know how to do optimization and get it out there further. Yeah, I'm fucking lame. Uh, yeah, hit the like button, guys, if you haven't. Uh, bacon. Well, that's kind of random, but yeah, I, I could do that too. Oh, not driving a Lambo. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep, I, I am lame because I don't drive a Lambo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, need that debt, man. That's right. Uh, actually, if you want to talk about your setup for the show, that would be cool. Are you talking about what I'm using right now? Like the microphone, the lighting, all that? What What are you asking, Red? Oh, shit. Conk, you need to, you need to get one of those uh, grub apps or one of those things where they'll bring it to you and then have that, that fucking dog that can shit in a dump truck for you. Have some like saddlebags on the dog. And just have them drop the food in the saddlebags and, you know, and then he just wanders back in and gives it to you. <laughs> okay, well, for my setup, um, I'm using a Blue Yeti microphone, which is this guy. The boom that it is on is a generic, I don't, I, I don't even know the name. It, the, the boom was like 20 bucks. Okay, the microphone out of the whole setup with the microphone 
the microphone itself was the most expensive piece of equipment in this. The boom was like 20 bucks. I've got a shock mount right here. That was like another $20. And that's just to keep it, if, if I knock it around, it doesn't make a whole lot of racket. It's kind of nice. Pay the delivery guy to, you know what? You might be able to. It, it, depending on the tip conk, I'm sure, because I know if I was a pizza delivery guy and you're like, dude, here's a 50, you poop my dog, I'd be like, done. So yeah, there, everybody has a price, whether it's financial gain or, or something else. Everyone has a price. You just got to figure out what the price is and then it's negotiation from there. So anyway, so yeah, I got a cheap boom. I got the, the kind of expensive mic, uh, the shock mount. The lighting is, um, well, I'm going to blow out the camera if I do that. Uh, let me find the link. Blue Pill Professor, except you produce more content. <laughs> Why no bra hanging off the microphone? Because that, you know, then I'm just ripping off Jack if I do that. You know, if I start doing that shit, uh, I'll just be ripping him off. So I'm not going to do that. Uh, plus, nobody wants to see those except maybe for Jack, because I know he's got an underwear fetish. So, anyway, oh yeah, yeah, I know what I was doing. I was going to look at what I bought. Let me go look at my gear. So, let me pull up Amazon. Amazon is your friend, guys, just so you know. So, I will throw links in the chat of what I have purchased... So that you guys can look on it and whether you want the exact same thing or you want something different, you can do that. So here's the link for the microphone. Come on. Okay. So, the Blue Yeti. So, there's the Blue Yeti. And then... That uh, would have been... It's either 19 or it was in 18 I bought the green screen thing. Let's see. Ah, there it is. Oh, it's gone up in price. You guys can find this is this is it. But um Yeah, it's gone up a bit in price. Not too surprising. Um you guys can find something similar or like I said if you want to spend the money you can buy this I still don't think it's too expensive and I'm gonna call it a studio because it kinda is Uh, you're running if you're running the 920 conk you're running the exact same camera I am because that's, that's what I'm using is the Logitech. Okay, so there's the green screen. That's the three uh, 
the three lights, the all the all the shit that's in the picture, everything's included. You definitely get more out of a dungeon, you know, as far as personal fulfillment. I'll give you that bull rush. And then let's see, what is my camera? Let's see. Like I said, fuck it. I'll throw it out there for you guys. This camera is... I, I guarantee you they've got newer versions of this camera. But I'm gonna just... You guys wanted what I have. I'm gonna give you exactly what I have. Let's see. Oh, come on. There it is. Oh, I bought it back in 2016. Wow. Okay. They've definitely updated this thing. Because, yeah, this camera is almost four years old. Yeah, coronavirus is making everything fucking expensive. No shit. Uh, like I said, I do know that they have other uh, cameras that Logitech and others have put out other cameras. I do know the, the 920C, which I believe that's what this one is. Yeah, it is. Uh, is one of the... I, I've, I've seen it online that because they don't make this one anymore. I've seen people like paying top dollar for it because they think it's the best one that Logitech ever did. So, but that's the camera I use and I set it on 1080, you know, I set it on the highest resolution. And the thing is guys, here's something I've learned if you're thinking about doing like a YouTube thing, a channel wanting to put out content and you want it to look decent. Um, you don't need a green screen, obviously. Lighting, you do. Make sure you get the best lighting, whether it's a window, whatever it is, the better the lighting you have, the, the better quality you're going to get. Um, when it comes to the webcam, uh, if you want something decent, 720p is the minimum. Now, granted, yeah, you can go 4K. I wouldn't do it. If you're going 4K, you're going to be buying expensive ass cameras and an expensive ass computer to to render it and run that stuff you don't need that for youtube you don't need that for for vlogging or whatever the fuck you want to call it you know i'm a channel content producer you don't need 4k that's if you want to do movies and shit like that 720 is i mean you can go less than 720 you can do 480 or 360 or something but the resolution is going to be fuzzy and it's going to look like shit 720 is your minimum um you can pick these cameras up for like 50 bucks and of course 1080p that that's really that's what i'm running that's what you're watching me in is in 1080 so you know, go with that. And actually, doing it on StreamYard, I take that back. This is only 720 on StreamYard. But my videos on YouTube, my, you know, my production videos, I guess, my non-live videos, they're 1080p. So, 
go that route. But that is that is my setup, guys. Oh, you found <laughs> for a cross. Nice, Bullrush. Now, are we talking the uh, this cross or that cross? Which cross are you talking about? I forget the name of it, the one that's the X. I, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, the 922 is newer, Conk. You're correct. You know what? I, I might. No, I don't. I'm not. Okay, have a good one, Conk. I'm not. I'm not going to look at that because, fuck, I'll probably want to buy one. And I don't need it. This camera's just fine. I can start doing video. Yeah. Yeah, 4K equals makeup. Absolutely, Ivar. I mean, I've seen some 4K stuff that's phenomenal. Whether it be actual bona fide, like, movie, movie shit. Or, um... I've seen fucking 4K porn. Oh my god. <laughs> You're seeing shit you didn't want to see when you watch 4K porn, dude. It's like being in the room holding the camera. <laughs> it's crazy. It's like, oh my god, wow. You know, and but it is. It is makeup at that point. You're because every blemish, every hair, every freckle uh, your lighting had better be fucking flawless if you want to shoot shit in 4K. I'm telling you what. Mmm. Yeah, the St. Andrew's Cross. That's the one. That's the X. Yeah, it, it, literally, Red Crusaders. Seriously. It, it practically, I stumbled on one that was a 4K video, and I felt like I was actually like, oh my god, they're in the room. That's how, how it was, man. It was crazy. I have a 4K TV. <laughs> you can have the poor <laughs> of their skin. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, that one. Yep. That's right. The syphilis will actually come out of the screen at that point at you. Uh, you know, like I said, 4K is great. I've seen some drone footage. You know, guys hooking 4K like GoPros or whatever up to their drones and flying them around. It's amazing. But I don't, I don't want to spend another, you know... Two thousand to five thousand dollars on a rig that can render that shit, plus then buying a camera to shoot it. Because I've I've looked into it. I I actually considered it when I saw some of the the stuff I've seen in 4K. I was like, oh my god. But YouTube really doesn't have the the, the capability yet. I mean, they're getting there. They claim, oh yeah, we can do 4K, and it's like, but not really. Not it's it's like a it's like a, a, sim, a simulation or like an emulator is kind of what it is. I don't know. Uh, right now, Cameron, from what I know about, I think 4K is the highest quality right now. Um, as far as commercially available for the plebs and, and, and us unwashed, unwashed masses, 4K is the highest. Um. Well, there you go. Bullrush is saying, yeah, they have like 8K. I mean, you're not only going to see the pores at that point, you're going to see the blood in their arteries at that point. Uh, I, You know, it, it's the race to technology. It's, it is we're, we're shooting for kind of like the sex bots and whatever that we're just going to go from watching it to, okay, now it's actually in your house. Uh, uh, my television, for instance, I, I'm, I'm old. I have a 1080p 
you know, that's the highest resolution my TV will get is whatever, you know, 1080p, that's it. I I don't need 4K, nor do I want it. I mean, if someone was to be like, dude, I'm buying you a 4K TV here, happy birthday. Fuck yeah, I'd be ex- I'd be ecstatic. I'd be like, hell yeah, but I'm not paying for one. I'm not going to buy one. Same with the, the, the 4K players and all that shit. It's like, you know, yeah, you guys want to pony up the money and buy me a 4K TV and buy me a fucking 4K player? Great. Uh, you, you buy me the equipment. I will make the content in the equipment. Trust me, I am a technophile, man. I love this kind of shit. I just don't want to pay for it. It's like, fuck, it's expensive. Oh, uh, that no, that's not 4K. That's 5G. That's gonna do that. Uh, 4K TVs aren't that expensive. Yeah, not now because they have 8K now. <laughs> there you go. 8K is moot since our eyes and brains can't process over 4K. There you go. That's it. Tony, what's up, buddy? Ah, uh, yeah. So. To do a YouTube channel, you don't need anything more than a 720p camera, uh, some decent light, and and to me, I would say get, you don't even need a Blue Yeti, but get a decent microphone, okay? I mean, starting out, you use whatever the fuck you want, especially, you know, if you're offering your shit up for free, nobody's paying you a dime. Anyone that comes at me and is like, dude, you know, your, your video quality sucks or your microphone quality sucks. I'm like, yeah, fucking pay me. You know, you don't like it, fucking pay me. And then I will buy better quality shit. Till then, eat it. I mean, Aaron Clary gets that all the time. Guys trying to tell him, well, you need a better microphone. And, and it's like, yeah, and I'm giving this stuff away for free. Fuck you. And that's kind of how I look at it. If you want to do YouTube, guys, 720p camera is, you know, I'd get that. Go 1080p just because you might spend a couple more dollars. That's it. And then buy a half-decent microphone and get, whether it's by your window or something, get the best lighting situation you can. And you can shoot some amazing-looking videos. And then if you want, get a green screen so that you can hide your, you know, your couch or your kitchen or whatever the fuck it is. And you can have it look like anything you want. Kind of like I do. So I have the kind of the newscaster room going on here. Correct, Bull Rush. The presentation is important, but the quality of the content is what matters. Yep. Uh, yeah, and Ivar does pay me. Pay me more shekels. Ivar, pay me more. Then then I can, you know, I'll buy the 4K stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. A lo- dude, Logitech. Uh, I've had other... I, I've got a lavalier mic somewhere that's not quite as good as this Blue Yeti, but uh, it's an amazing microphone, and I've had it for, God, more than eight years. I've had it for probably 15 and it's never given me a problem. We have to get you to one seat. Yes! Yeah, guys, there, there's your mission. My, my fellow minions, cohorts, brothers in crime, 
fellow conspiratorial conspiracists, conspiratists, whatever, however you pronounce it. My my fellow men at arms, get me to a thousand subscribers. Spread the word. Get me out there so then I can, you know, I can get super chats and you guys can leave me blood shekels then. Otherwise, go to Patreon, do it there. Go to Streamlabs. It's in the banner. Uh. <laughs> oh, no, that's just for Patreon that I'll, I'll buy shitty beer. You guys, you know, you, you go to Streamlabs or something else. I'll fund that money towards the Buy Better Equipment Fund. Yep. Blood shekels and super chads. Yep. That's it. So yeah, but that's that's my setup. Um, like I said, the the links are in the chat. Uh, you can find something similar, or you can buy the exact same thing. It's up to you. Like uh, I do know the green screens and shit went up because I didn't pay nearly as much as what that was selling for this time. It's you know, and then of course I got a Windows 10 machine, and it's it's a very basic. You know, it's it's not. It's not a cutting edge. It's it's middle of the road, and yet I can render all my videos on it. Um, once I got done putting my latest video together and got everything where I liked it and saved it, and then I exported it, which is where the rendering took place. Like I said, it's an eight and a half minute video, I think, somewhere around there, and I think it took five minutes to render. It, it didn't take long, you know. I I just kind of sat back and you know patted myself on the back for a job well done and waited for it and then I watched it and, and then I uploaded it and so you guys will get it in two weeks or a little under two weeks. Hell yeah, you do. <laughs> oh shit. Oh God! Join the Illuminati, uh, and you'll be like Joe Rogan. <laughs> Keep telling you buy a good beer and drink that. Hey, between that and uh, Bud Light, take your pick. I like slumming sometimes, guys. You know, you have to have slump busters. That's that's what it is. Uh, black choppers and paramilitary. Uh, anything? Any? <laughs> Shh! We're not gonna talk about the black choppers. 66, 64 gigs of DDR RAM to upload to YouTube. Okay, well, if that's true, I mean, I don't know. what Whatever it is, my computer's got it. <clears throat> but it's, it's a basic, it's a basic computer. You know, I think I paid, oh God, I could look that up too. Because I bought that off Amazon now that I think about it. What did I pay for my computer? That's a good question, because I bought that over a year ago. Well, there it is. I bought it on January 19th. You guys want to see my laptop? I'll throw that in the chat if you want. Oh, I paid quite a bit for this back in the day. Oh, fuck, you can get it cheaper now, but that's the way it goes. Yeah, this is it. Oh, fuck it, I'll, I'll just throw it out there for you. What the hell, I don't care. 
Okay, there's the laptop. Bud Light masculinity. No shit, Ivar. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's funny shit. Stole my lawnmower. <laughs> oh, God. Dale Gribble. Yep. Talking about the government. Oh, man. You guys are you guys are on fire today. Only eight gigs. Yep. <laughs> uh, like I said, when it comes to that type of thing, I I don't, you know, I don't need, like I said, I don't play games online. You know, I don't do gaming. I'm not a gamer when it comes to that anymore. So I don't need the, you know, the highest power, whatever, cutting edge tower that's out there. It's like, eh, I don't need it. I, I get on. I th This is probably the most taxing thing as far as CPU and memory that my computer does is these live streams and when I shoot and render videos. That's probably the most taxing thing it does. Anything else, eh, it handles it just fine. In fact, I probably went overboard. You know, I probably didn't need even the computer I got. But yeah, if you guys want to know my, my setup as far as the, the gear I've purchased, there you have it. It's all in the chat, so there's some gold, and I'm just giving it away to you guys. Because that's the kind of guy I am. Oh yeah, I game women online. I do that at some point. I, I've given that shit up too. Uh, truck nuts? No, they're not. I, I have some brass ones that I haven't put on my Indian yet. <laughs> hmm. So yeah. So it's been kind of fun. I wasn't quite sure what I was going to talk about other than, well, I've been you know, going down the rabbit hole of video editing. Because, uh, God, that is a lot of fun. Even Ryan Stone, because uh, after the, the Red Evening, we talked for a little bit, me, him, and Jack. And I was telling him, you know, talking to him about some of his videos, not about the content as far as the red pill stuff or even the cooking, you know, the ingredients of how to make, you know, an omelet or whatever. I was more curious about his editing and, you know, how long did it take to shoot the video, you know, from the time that you, you know, you, you came up with the concept, you sat down, you wrote out the script or whatever, and then you started shooting it to the time you rendered it, you know, that everything was done. For one of his typical videos that's, you know, like an 11 minute video took like 18 hours total to kind of go from start to finish, which he's I, I, I get that. It's like, OK, going through what I went through last night for an eight and a half minute video and I'm still figuring shit out as I go. Uh, that sounds about legit. So consider that, guys, if you want to get into putting out. You know, again, yeah, make sure the quality of the content is is more on point than the the production value, I guess. You don't, you know, most of my videos are like this. It's me yapping at the screen. There's no background music. There's no fancy edits, fancy cuts and fades and all that shit. Which I don't mind them, but it's extra work. Consider that, you know... Uh, 
a two-minute video, well, my two-minute videos, take... When I did that accountability video with the edits that I did, that two-minute video took about an hour. So I'm going to say minimum, you're probably, if you're wanting to get into video and make it look kind of nice, you're probably, for every minute of video, you're probably going to be a half hour, if not more. And that's not recording it. That's not, that's just, okay, we're slicing and, and editing and putting things into it you know, kind of post-production, I guess. You know, plus however long it takes you to actually shoot the video. So, keep that in mind. He was fat-shaming you. Well, are you fat, Ivar? <laughs> Why did I give up online dating? Good question, Michael, and I'm going to answer that for you. Um, I gave it up not because I didn't get results because I did um, but online dating takes way longer than walking up and introducing myself to a woman and getting some form of dialogue going with her or getting blown out either way uh, I, online dating okay let's let's talk online dating for a minute here I'll give you some statistics. Uh, I did not spreadsheet these. I, I'm not going to calculate the math, but I'm going to give you some real-life numbers as far as my experience. Okay. I belonged to one, two, three, four, five different swipe apps. Okay. One swipe app, and I would spend, I don't know, half hour I'd probably spend an hour hour and a half between all the apps okay and this is daily at one point and it's me going and depending on the app some apps I could just immediately send messages and so I would literally carpet bomb these women with kind of a quasi generic message I would tailor it a little bit because you got to look at the photos, you got to read the profile a little bit. Okay, let's be honest. You're you're looking at pictures because most of the profiles are cut and paste anyway. They all looking for a man, no hookups, all that bullshit. Okay, so but to get maximum results for minimal time, you kind of do a copy paste. And like I said, you tweak the name, you tweak a few little things, but otherwise you're you're carpet bombing, man. You're you're, you're, you're crop dusting. You're just dropping them on all, all these messages on all these women. Out of all of them, uh, sometimes I, you know, I would know if they read them. Sometimes I'd, I wouldn't know. I would say 70% of the time there was no response. None whatsoever. It was left on read. You know, they, they might have looked at the profile and then... Uh, Decided, nope, not going to do it. Uh, yeah, Red, you've hit, yep, yep, you've hit the Tinder wall. That's because you're not paying. Oh, yeah. Anyway, so 70% um, of the time they don't respond, okay? You get nothing. Maybe they come and look at your profile. Maybe they don't. 
maybe you know they did, maybe you don't. 70% of the time, you're not going to get any response. It's it's screaming into the void, man. It goes down a black hole. 20% of the time, you'll get a response. Um, out of the responses I got, I got uh, one that was very nice. She was like, hey, you know, thanks for writing to me. I really appreciate it. Uh, unfortunately, you're not what I'm looking for, which is is fine. That hey, but she was very nice about it. She was the only one that was nice about it. Okay, and that was maybe ten percent. Actually, probably even less. That was the only real nice one I got. I had a couple that decided to write back to tell me to fuck off or get lost. Okay. That it's like, wow, you actually took the time out. Instead of just leaving me on red and ignoring me like everyone else, you actually went the extra step to tell me to fuck off. Which I found hilarious, but you know what? I can appreciate it, but I had one of those that actually was like, fuck off, get lost. Wow. All right. And yet I wasn't being vulgar or being rude or being like, you know, do you want a dick pic, baby? You know, let's come over here and suck on my dick. You know, it was nothing like that. And still, you know, but hey, she eliminated herself at that point. That's good. You know, get her out of the fucking picture. And then you get the couple that do respond and you start dialoguing. And then either you get bored with it or they get bored with it and they ghost. Okay. Uh, You'll get a couple that will come through. I've had my success. I've gone out, met women. Some of them, it's like, yeah, based on not their body, you know, body-wise, they were exactly my type. You know, they were they were petite, they were young, they were thin, uh, you know, hundred pounds soaking wet, and they were psychotic as fuck. That it's like, oh, you know, it's okay to stick your dick in crazy. You don't marry crazy. But some of these broads were even like, "Eh, I don't even know if I want to stick my dick in that man. That is really setting myself up to burn here. So you got that. Uh, like I said, met some women, great women, uh, very level-headed, uh, very intelligent, uh, very good-looking. So, but the amount of time it took me to get all of that, we're talking days on days. And man, I'm getting old. I got shit to do. I got videos to make. I got motorcycles to ride. I got cigars to smoke, man. I got shit to do. I don't have time to, okay, are they going to respond? And now, I okay, they, oh, they did. Okay, I'll text them back. Now I got to wait around for them to get back to me. Maybe they do. Maybe they don't. Uh, Or we do dialogue and we meet up and it's like, "Mm, well, it's just not there. There's that desire is just not there. If it's not a hell, yeah, it's a fuck no. Okay. Either I'm not feeling it when I met them because, well, maybe they lied in their pictures. They're they a little bigger than they thought. Or maybe their pictures were better looking than they are. I've met them. Or every now and then, uh, I've met some women that, oh my God, wow, the pictures don't do them justice. You know, they're better looking in real life than they are in their pictures. But got to get to that first meetup, go and have coffee or a beer, or if I can, you know, if I can really get them stoked, I can get them to just come to me. And that's usually what I would do, but it takes a lot of time with online. 
where going out and meeting them at a bar or at a coffee shop or the grocery store, you know, yeah, we're talking day game here, guys. We're talking cold approach, but just being able to walk up and, hey, how you doing? You know, God, you look fun. What's your name? What's going on? Yeah. Are you going to get blown out? Of course. It's a numbers game in that sense, guys. But at least you know, and you know fast, so you can move on. You, you, oh, she's not interested. She's got a guy, or I'm not her type, or whatever. It doesn't matter. Or she's interested, but she's kind of like, eh, well, okay. And it's like, okay, she's not enthusiastic. That's not a hell yeah. That's To me, that's a fuck no then. Bye. I want enthusiasm. It's You don't necessarily see that easily online. I mean, yeah, if she texts you back immediately, that's a better than if it takes her three days to get back to you. But then again, three days, you know, some guys, oh, next. And I've done that. But at the same time, I've had women that, hey, life happens. I didn't hear from one for a few days, figured out oh, she's not interested and just kind of ignored it and moved on. She came back and was like, oh, God, I, I had a car wreck. You know, I ended up in the fucking hospital. Oh, shit. Well, that would explain why you didn't get back to me for three days. You were in the fucking hospital. You know, so I wouldn't delete their numbers right off the bat. In fact, I've never deleted any of them except for one. And that was only, well, I didn't even delete her. I just blocked her on my phone because it's like, oh, yeah, you're, you're going to be a twat. Fuck you. You know, I'll make sure you don't get back in touch with me. But even other girls, when they fall off, they just disappear. It's like, well, I'll leave them up there. They may come back because sometimes they do. And that's okay. I'm, hey, you want to play? All right. You know, we're doing it my way, but we'll play. You know, I'm always open to see if that something comes out of it again. I'm not going to put serious time and energy into it, but I'm willing to entertain it if I'm bored. So that's what I would do. But... It just takes so much goddamn time. So, yeah. Yep, time investment in online dating does not pay out compared to the results. Yes, you're correct, Red. Uh, the truth is, guys, and, I, and I'm sure you all know this, but I'll say it anyway just because I like to hear myself talk. Um, and I like preaching to the choir. It's fun. Online dating apps, swipe apps, whatever you want to call them, they don't want you to get laid. They want you to pay money. That's what they want. They're not in the business of getting you hooked up. Because if they were, they would literally be out of business because everybody would be fucking. Okay? They don't want you to fuck. They want you to swipe. It's like pornography. Pornography doesn't want you to go out and get laid. Pornography wants you to jack off and watch more pornography. And nothing wrong with that if that's your thing. Okay. But swipe apps are no different. It's like gambling. They are the every man's version. They're definitely the thirsty guy's version of the one-armed bandit. They're a slot machine. I know because I know what it feels like, especially when you get that, that dopamine hit because, ooh, so-and-so liked you. Okay. And any woman that approaches you on a swipe app, chances are she's she's one of them hogs down there in Texas that uh, Bull Rush likes to hunt. So, you know, we still need to set that trip up too, bud. Because I so want to kill me a wild hog, man. Uh, here we go. 
Picked up a girl at the hospital my father was staying, fixed the coffee machine, made a cup for me, sat down, slept my phone over. Didn't say a word. Nice! <laughs> uh, yeah, put them on the back burner. But you don't ever just outright get rid of them unless they're just being, you know, completely insufferable. You know, you set your boundaries. But don't make them so restrictive that you blow yourself out and step on your own dick either. Okay, because like I said, sometimes women disappear because, yeah, maybe you weren't their best option or their favorite option. That's okay. I don't plan on marrying any of these chicks. I'm not looking for that. I just want her enthusiastic in bed. After that, if she wants to go, if she can go, I don't care. Okay. I always leave opportunities open. I don't block unless they're, unless it's something that they've done that's like, you've insulted me. You know, you want to call me names, you want to act like a twat, then yeah, block. I don't need your bullshit. But if they just ghost or something, it's like, ah, they may show up because I've had them show up down the road. It happens. So. Sweet. Oh, here's a here's a sneak preview for you, especially you guys right now. Um, we're getting some things finalized. It's not 100% for sure yet, but it's probably 80 to 90% for sure. Vince and TJ are coming to Salt Lake uh, sometime in April. So, you'll be getting more details about that as it gets closer. Uh, we're having the, you know, the, the Salt Lake chaos tour or something i don't know the you know basically the geeks the nerds the dorks the dweebs they're all coming out and we are gonna take salt lake by storm so and it'll be warmer than when bull rush came out uh which one ivar i've got two i've got my uh my costa rican girl and i've got uh, a mexican girl and I'm with, I'm kind of with both of them still. Uh, the, the Mexican girl, yes, for sure. She's still, she's kind of my main, main plate, main girl. I see her the most. Um, my other one, my Costa Rican girl, she's got stuff going on in her life. And so I don't see her as often. She's still around. We still, we get together occasionally, but not as often. And my Wiccan voodoo girl, she she decided she wanted monogamy. So she's with another dude. She decided she wanted to do the old school route. So she's gone, and that's okay. Uh, no. This one, no, no, no. The, the leg tats one, that's my voodoo Wiccan priestess girl. You're thinking of Ivar. When is this? Are you asking about the, the tour or when Vince and TJ are coming? Like I said, that's going to be in April. Skelton, what up, buddy? How the hell are you? How was the club? How was the bar? Because I was making videos. Yeah, so right now um, I'm down to two girls. One that's kind of on and off because, like I said, she's got stuff going on, and I get it. And the other one is more the, uh, it's fairly fun. Good. Uh, 
the one's got her issues, and I get it. Life happens. And the other one, yeah, I see her yeah, probably at least once a week. Sometimes a little more. Depends. Depends on what I'm doing. And she's got a life, too. So it's like, ah, sometimes we get together, sometimes we don't. And I'm okay with that. I actually kind of like it. And that's where I think, I, I don't think I'm ever going to do the full hardcore domestic thing again. The whole, oh, let's move you in and now you're here and let's play house. Because I've done that a couple of times and, and it had its positives. But at the same time, I couldn't do half the shit I'm doing. Uh, the, 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 the weekly or even sometimes daily videos, uh, these shows... The shows that I'm involved in, I, I wouldn't be able to do half of them because, not because, oh, I got to check in with the boss. Oh, no. But I can't be a total douchebag and be like, yo, babe, you know, you live with me, but three quarters of my, you know, of every day I'm doing something else and you're not going to be a part of my life during that time. It, not when you live with someone. You, you still have to devote some time to them. Otherwise, why have them? Unless they are literally just paying you rent. So, I don't think I'm going to do the domestic thing again, though. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll have to check my Snapchat when I get a chance here in a minute. Cool. Oh, hey, that reminds me. Guys, here's a fun one. Um, Let me pull this up for you. I'll throw this in the chat. I found this. This was also part of why I was up till like 6 o'clock in the morning last night. Um, where is it at? Look at me giving you guys all this stuff. Stuff for you guys to play with. Stuff for you guys to use. And it's all free as, as, as Barry or, 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 or Charlie Winkle would say. No, it's all this free stuff on the, on the apps. Here it is. Okay. Let's see. Come on. There we go. Copy. Paste. Oh, what? It Did it fucking take that out? Really? And I'm the goddamn chat guy? No, it's there. Alright, so there. Yeah, okay. This, uh... I've always wanted to find a way simply to do it simplified. To put, like, all of my social media links, everything all in one spot. Here we go. No, it's not midget porn. You're not getting midget porn. Yeah, Skelton does live... Uh, he lives in another part of town, but he lives fairly close to me, Bullrush. Ryan lost a patron because of his wife. Got on to Ryan for calling his patrons a bundle of sticks. the hell? Eh. Periscope is, uh, Cameron, Periscope is Twitter, well, they acquired it. Periscope used to be independent, but Twitter acquired it. 
it's a live streaming platform very similar to YouTube. Um, I have, obviously, Periscope. I, I'm not using it right this moment because I'm choosing to focus more exclusively on YouTube. But there's different platforms where, like even with StreamYard, if I wanted to pay for StreamYard, I could multi-stream, I could simulcast, and I could stream this on YouTube like I am, and I could also stream it on Periscope simultaneously. And in the chat, I would be able to see not only the YouTube comments that you guys are doing, I would also be able to see the, the Periscope comments from the people watching on Periscope. So, and sometimes I like using Periscope. Um, ever since YouTube changed some shit up with the laws, with the whole, uh, you know, is your channel appropriate for children or not type of thing that they did here a little bit ago. Um, using Restream.io has there's been issues with YouTube and Restream.io. Uh, it's I know I did that a, a couple months back. Was trying to stream and and it was either you know Christ I couldn't get the fucking links to work right or and you know and it could have been user error. But I've used Restream in the past before this big change with the laws and is this kid appropriate or whatever kid friendly. And I never had a problem with Restream. I was able to simulcast to multiple channels. I just couldn't see the comments like from Periscope. So I would actually have to set up my phone and open up Periscope on my phone and kind of keep an eye on that chat channel as well. So. Do I have Twitch as well? Yes, I do. Uh, and that's another one that I can multi-stream to, uh, is Twitch. Uh, oh, what the hell is my Twitch? It's in that link that I put out there. Fuck happened to your hair that way? <laughs> Does StreamTard cost? No or yes, depending on what you want to know, Skelton. Um, if you... There is the free version, which is what I'm using. Okay, you get the little uh, powered by StreamYard thing that you can't remove the watermark, which I'm okay with that. I don't mind. Um, you cannot multi-stream with uh, the free plan. You get to pick one platform at a time. So I could stream to Periscope with this or to Twitch or to YouTube. Uh, in order to get multi-streaming, you have to pay, and then you can change the watermark, get rid of it. Uh, it's worth the investment. These guys that have done it have done a great job. I just don't do these enough to pay what they want for a year. And so it's like, nah, you know, I'm not going to do it yet, but I'll probably get there. And what does it cost? Uh, God, you know, I, you'd have to look it up. If I tried to do it right now, I'd probably boot myself out of my own show. And I don't want to do that. Yeah. But there is, yeah, this, this version of, of StreamYard that I'm running, Red, this is free. This isn't costing me a dime. Like I said, you can just, you can only stream to one platform at a time. And you get the little logo over in the corner that you can't get rid of. That's, that's the only real difference that I'm seeing between the paid version and the free version. And I think there's a couple other little bells and whistles that you get in the free, or the paid version as well. But 
these guys that have developed it, they've done a phenomenal job. Uh, it's a very stable platform that I've seen so far. It's very user-friendly, very intuitive. So. <laughs> uh, uh, yes. Yeah, I think it is. Xfinity, yeah. Yeah, it is. That's who I go through. Yeah. There really it's 50 bucks a month for StreamYard? Are you fucking kidding me? I oh, god, I was thinking it was more like like $200 a year or something. Really? It's wow, $50? Jesus. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Not when there are, you know, other, you know, I don't need to multi-stream that much. Um the only reason I'm doing it from here besides ease of use is if I choose to I can have guests on I can you know just give them a link but I can still multi-stream uh, via OBS uh, studio or through uh, Streamlabs OBS this, which is free software I can stream through that and multi-stream and not pay a dime uh for a better upstream speed with Xfinity, but they're still very stingy. Wow. Uh, so the, the pro plan is 50 bucks a month. Wow. And, and that's another thing, guys. Um, and I know I've had this discussion in uh, pre-game or pre-shows and post-shows with other people when I've been on other shows. Uh... That's another thing I didn't mention in my studio setup. I have a laptop, but I am not running Wi-Fi. It, it is hardlined. I've got the Cat5 cable going straight from the computer to the router. So that's another thing. If you want to make you know a show, especially if you want to live stream, you know, doing pre-recorded stuff, you can run whatever connection you want. But if you want to run a live stream and it keeps uh, the, the lag to a minimum and all of that, you do want to run hardwired. You, you want a hard connection. Uh, because, and I've seen it happen, you, if you're running like via Wi-Fi, even though you're sitting right next to your modem or your router, things get goofy. You know how technology is. And if you drop, or even if a couple of frames drop, and it's like, you're doing that kind of shit, people will fucking walk. And they'll be like, I oh, fuck this, and they'll never come back. You'll, you'll lose your audience retention drastically. Google Fiber. I'm going to have to look into Google, Google Fiber. See if they'd be worth it, because I'm thinking of making a move. Yeah, I've heard nothing. Yeah, I've heard about these guys, and that's what I've heard too is that they suck. It's phenomenal. I have your own fiber circuit to the house. I wonder if they've got that out here. If it's already kind of set up and it's just literally, okay, you know, we're just going to turn it on and you plug it in and start paying. So, anyway, so yeah. So, definitely. You, like I said, in the in the links, I've got my whole studio set up. That was the other missing piece is if you want to do this, especially for live streaming, um, run it 
uh, run it hardwired. Don't do Wi-Fi. You know, run it hardwired unless you're doing it off your phone, but then again, now you're dealing with a whole different type of production. But if you're running it from your, your laptop or your desktop, God, do they even make desktops anymore? Is that even a thing anymore? I haven't owned a desktop since 2000. No, 2003. So, but if you're going to do something like this, hardwire it. Fiber is only available in certain areas. Look up AT&T. They have fiber optic DSL. I'm going to have to check it out. Yeah, it's kind of like moving where the water is. You know, get closer to the watering hole. <laughs> nice. Uh, I believe it actually is. My area, it might actually be. Um, Salt Lake is kind of cutting edge when it comes to some of its technology. And I know, like, my cable that, you know, my Xfinity that I'm running, talking to you guys through, uh, it's kind of something that it's through the whole condominium complex. It's been set up for everybody, whether people pay for it or not, the options there to turn it on. So that Google Fiber might be something that it may be in place. I don't know. I'm going to have to look into it. easier yes I'll agree with that I mean oh god yeah if you're in kilobytes up and down dude yeah we're hello let's just turn on the modem and go back to AOL online you know let's go back to America online that's kind of what you're doing right now pretty much so <laughs> oh shit funny shit guys yeah it does have some a lot of the like I said, you know, people that don't know Utah um, think that because the state's primarily uh, Mormon LDS that we're backwards and, and backwoods. And in some areas like the liquor laws, the, the vice fun, you know, your, your sin tax. Yeah, we are backwards. But in other areas, we are cutting edge, man. And healthcare is one of them as far as if you need, you know, like we have the Huntsman Cancer Institute here. Uh, one of the top cancer institutes in the nation. Uh, same with the University of Utah. Their, their hospital is state-of-the-art. Um, we've got Google here. We've got eBay here. We've got a lot of the big tech companies. They're here. And so we get some of the perks of what they're when they start rolling out new stuff. So... Well, that would explain it. Yeah, that would explain it. Six to seven hundred megabits with my Wi-Fi adapter. Wow, dude, you are burning through it, Bull Rush. That's awesome. That would explain it, Red. Yeah, that, that would explain it. That would totally explain it. Yeah, well, like I said, I'm not going to out you, Skelton. I, I know where you live, and you're absolutely right. You do. You got a lot of guys close to you. <laughs> there you go. That's it. That's all that matters, Ivar. Dude, you can you can host your own YouTube channel and, and have like 17 guys on, and, and no one's going to miss a beat. Not one. And you can shoot it in 1080p. Hell, you could probably, you know, live stream on that 56K dial-up. 
you can probably do that. You can probably uh, live stream 4K with that thing. You're you're in good shape, buddy. You're good because 56K is bigger than 4K. Keep that in mind. <laughs> yep, that's it. All right, guys. Well, unless you got any other questions for me, real quick, I'm going to call it. I want to get something to eat. I'm hungry. So it's it's time for well, it's time for lunch. So unless you got any last minute questions, I'm I'm gonna call it quits here in a couple of minutes. <laughs> so you can get one porn pick in one minute. Nice. <laughs> yes, time for coffee for you, Skelton. Time for food for me been fun you're you're welcome red i have no problem talking about it it's been fun talking about it talking about my setup and all that it's easy the crack pipes a call and that's right it's it's time for meth uh another seven hour stream no cameron today it's only two hours and maybe roughly almost 10 minutes so i'm keeping it down that's right crack pipes a calling kids just make sure that you know you you inhale and hold inhale and hold Thanks, Tony. Glad you could show up. Like I said, guys, subscribe if you haven't. Hit the like button. Share it. Comment in the video after it's done, and you know you can do that. It definitely boosts the signal. I've picked up a few other guys from you guys commenting, even on like my two-minute stuff, and I appreciate you guys doing that for me. Thank you. But keep doing that stuff. That's how we get the word out. That's that's how we get known. All right. Okay, guys delivery on the crack well dude you know it's it's just it is what it is yeah yay don't be soy welcome yes yes dude thank you so much for uh putting our stuff out there me jack thank you for doing all that stuff man it means a lot i appreciate it so much so dude yeah guys you need to check out you know you need to check out don't be soy don't be dot soy. It's it's awesome, man. It, it's like the best articles ever type of thing. If you're looking for red pill, you're looking for that kind of stuff. Don't be soy's got it. You, you want to know where the real shit is? Go there. So check them out. Follow them on Twitter while you're at it. So, okay, guys, I'm gonna take off. You guys have a good one. That's right. So we'll see you guys next time. Thanks again. And I'll be setting up the next one for, oh, what? Uh, Let's check the calendar real quick. It'll be March 8th will be the next show. So we'll see you guys then. Have a good one, guys.